This episode is brought to you by freedadcourse.com. You are always one conversation away from changing your life, and the power of hello is something that I subscribe to every single day, and I'm always saying hello to new people everywhere I go. Increasing your opportunity, increasing your connection, and getting access to the solutions to the problems that you are facing, whether you're on active duty or just beginning your veteran transition or even transitioning out for 20 years. On the other side of hello are the solutions that you're looking for. Again, head on over to freedadcourse.com. Get your five-episode audio course to create more connection, create more friendships, and get back to living the life that you're trying to design. Dory 1, this is Fire Team Delta. Dad's coming home. Welcome to the Military Veteran Dad Podcast, where it is our mission to bring every dad home. I am your host, Ben Colloy. I'm a United States Marine veteran, husband, and a father. We will bring authentic conversations to inspire action in your life so we can close the gap between the dad you are today and the dad you want to be tomorrow. This is the Military Veteran Dad Podcast. Welcome back to another Fatherhood Friday. This week has been the post-Memorial Day weekend. I had some great time with family on the weekend. It's coronavirus, so life can only be as much as you can contain within the, the world of wherever you are and whatever current restrictions are going on out there. But I hope you got some great time with your family. I hope you got some connection. I hope you were able to be present and give your gift, give your kids the gift of time, which is something we talk about often. So let's dive right into tonight's topic. So tonight's topic is, are you still sitting on the bench? And I want to kind of back this story up. So this story goes a thread through most of my youth, essentially. So I was in baseball my entire life. Now, I'm the guy that doesn't play sports really well. I don't do it. I've tried. I'm what you would call a trier. I kept trying and trying and trying. Never really gave up. Baseball was one of those kind of classic American sports, though, that I kind of really enjoyed the process. I really enjoyed the idea of throwing catch back and forth. But honestly, I never really got great at. But I always kept showing up. I kept trying. And even as I was in middle school and high school, in seventh grade, I tried basketball. In eighth grade, I tried wrestling. In high school, I tried, I was in freshman baseball. In sophomore, I did baseball. And that was pretty much it. Sophomore year, my sports just dried up. I didn't really try any different things. That was pretty much it. And it was kind of a culmination of trying and trying and trying. And it all accumulated to my sophomore year of baseball. And so that time traveling back to March of 2001 was my sophomore year in high school to date myself. I'm 35 years old right now. And that year was just like any other year. I had a pretty okay freshman sports year. I was going in. There's always those cramps that you get. Like you feel like you're an 80-year-old man, especially when you haven't done any sports throughout the year. Like this is the first time you've done lunges in, in practice and your body just breaks down and you're like, man, if this is what it's like getting old, I am not going to be ready. That was consistently that was consistently me. But I always showed up. Like I said, I always did the work and I always did what I thought was the best that I could. But in reality, that year, that baseball season wasn't the way that I wanted it to go. And that year, I only played two innings the entire year. I showed up to practice. I did the work, but only playing two innings. The entire, for what I did was I essentially kept book on the bench for the entire season. And those two innings were short and sweet, and they were towards the end of the game, and we had already had plenty of runs. So I was kind of like, hey, let's go throw them in there and see what they can do. And there's a few other guys that were just like me that pretty much did the work, 
but sat in the bench all year, but we never got permission to play. And that's the point that I want to highlight. And so I had unpacked this story a little bit, maybe like three years ago, because this story has a lot of roots into my personality that I didn't really realize. For me, this story has an idea that if you put in the work, you don't get what you want. You don't get where you want to go. And that was playing out in my life week by week by week, that I would give everything that I had. I would show up as everything that I thought I was, but I wouldn't get where I wanted to go. The result never happened. And it was consistently like I was reliving sophomore year in baseball. And so I realized that I have started recognizing like, you know what, I need to do some work. I need to put in more work. I need to improve myself. But there was a fundamental part that that story that I didn't unpack until two weeks ago when I was in a mastermind that I'm a part of. And that mastermind, we were unpacking a story that really changed us. And for me, that story was this baseball, this baseball season in sophomore year. And for me, that story I could, even now, even after losing my job, even after rebooting, trying to be a stay-at-home dad, even after and through Corona, even after trying to create all this success, even after having many successes in my life up to this point, there was a moment where I realized that I had an idea in my head that others get to play, but I don't. That everyone else can get their dreams in life, but I don't, because back in my head, you're just the guy that sits on the bench. You're the guy that does the same amount of work as other people, but you don't get to have exactly what you want in life. And that was playing out even just two weeks ago before I recognized this story, because there were different things in my life that I was perceptually seeing as myself as sitting on the bench still. There were different moments of how I measured my success as no matter what happened, I was like, you know what? I'm still sitting on the bench. I, I don't get to have what everybody else has. I don't get to have the friends and the freedom and the financial success and business success and entrepreneurial success that everybody else has. Everybody else can start a business and get where they want to go. Everybody else gets that, but I don't. And that was something that was so powerful for me because how many times in life do you feel like you're sitting on the bench? That this story applies to so many people out there that I've talked to over my years. That that is why I'm bringing it to you in this Fatherhood Friday, because I want to gift you the freedom to to let go of this story. Part of me telling it on the podcast is to make sure that this story never holds me back. That there is never a day that I consider myself sitting on the bench. And honestly, I can once I recognize this story. There have been days in the last two weeks where I feel like I am hitting the ball dead center and knocking it into the outfield now. But before, I never gave myself that freedom and that acknowledgement to really feel what I needed to feel there, that to feel that success that others got to have that I didn't, that I was just a guy that stayed sitting on the bench, dreamed about playing for the entire, entire spring season but never got to play except two innings. And I want you to dig into your life. Find your story that's similar to mine. And in the group that we were part of, all of us had a sports story that was related to something that was holding us back. Some was baseball, some was basketball. Whatever it may be, there's probably a story where an event happened 
that you're still validating in your head as this is still true. But the crazy part, when I unpacked that story, there was a couple things and truths that I had to acknowledge. One, I didn't do the work. I set the bar of what I thought was a minimum, not the maximum. And so by doing the minimum, I got the minimum results. And that was something that I had to take extreme ownership of. It wasn't anybody else's fault. It was my fault. If I would have put in the additional work to be able to throw better, to be able to hit better, to be able to run the bases faster, those would have transformed and got me the results that I wanted. But at that point in my life, I was still playing the minimum, the minimum threshold and expecting the results out of that minimum threshold work. I've noticed the exact same thing happen with 75 hard. 75 hard, I've been on today's day 65. I'm almost wrapping up here. And as I realized, I was playing it safe all of the time that I was trying to grow and do big things with my life. Playing it safe doesn't get you on the field. Playing it safe doesn't get you off the bench. The people that get off the bench are the ones that outperform everybody else. You need to start doing things today so that tomorrow you can do things that others can't because they didn't do them today. And that was never me. And for so much of my life, I was sitting on the bench just waiting for something to happen when I was the problem. I needed to self-reflect, step into what I could create, do the work, be the person that I wanted to be, but more importantly, get off the bench, hit that ball, and believe that it's possible. That was something that I can, I can vividly remember sitting on that bench keeping book. Like That is a memory that feels as fresh as if it was last week. And that memory was playing out some 20 years later in my life of it doesn't matter. Like I get to get off the bench. That's not something that's only true in my head. Nowhere else is it true. No one else is still viewing my life through this lens except myself. And once you realize that these stories are holding you back, it's up to you to take a sledgehammer and smash that piece of glass that's altering your reality. Because this story was distorting my view of the world, my potential that I could see in the world. Every day I woke up, this lens that I didn't even know I was looking through, but doing it subconsciously, this lens was altering what I thought was possible in my life. But the moment you make a decision to do it, smash that glass, you realize the view is as crystal clear as it's ever been. And you realize the one thing that you were always missing was yourself. You needed to take extreme ownership for what was going wrong in your life, for why you weren't getting the results. I've said it many times, if you've never had a result in your life, you need to start looking for things that you've never done. And if you want that result, then find something you've never done and you will get a result you've never had. It's part of the core teaching within my friendship course that I launched at freedadcourse.com. If you want a result in your life you never had, you need to do something you've never done and that begins with a hello. And so many times, we are waiting as men for others to give us permission to get off the bench. There is no one that's going to come up and get you off that bench except yourself. So if you're listening to this and it's resonating, that means that you're sitting on the bench in life. And this is your wake-up call. Tomorrow, I want you to get off the bench, break the, the glass, find that story that's holding you back, and let it go. Do a Facebook Live. Do a Facebook post. Tell 10 friends. Tell 100 friends. The more times you tell it, the less power it has over you. And so for me, that's why I'm doing this episode because I never want this story of sitting on the bench, doing the work, not getting the result to ever hold me back. I want this story 
to be something that releases others, not hold me back. And by letting it go, to quote Frozen, I am losing its power over myself, and I get to step into the raw form of who I am. And that raw form is what I've always wanted. But again, I needed to shatter that glass. I needed to shatter that distortion that was on my life. And that distortion was so important for me to take these next steps as I lead into day 75. And day 75 happens to be the day before D-Day. And I can't help but feel that my day 75 will be the day, just like the Allies at D-Day, they went on the offense in the war, and they won the war. And for so much of my life, I've been sitting on the bench playing defense. And on day 75, and I can feel like I'm already winning skirmishes now, but on day 75, I step into a world where I go on the offense. I go on the offense to create the life that I've always wanted, to get these BS stories out of my life, out of my head and really create the future that I've always wanted, but really embrace who I am and let go of all that crap that's holding me back. And so on day 75, I can't help but feel that's my D-Day, and that's the day that I go on the offensive and conquer that BS crap, that voice inside your head that says you can't do it. I'm going to tell them, watch me, and I'm going to do it. And with that, I'd like to wrap up this Fatherhood Friday And guys, like I said, have an amazing weekend. Hug your kids. Spend some time because remember, kids spell love, T-I-M-E. And I will talk to you guys again on Monday.